Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. This is part two of a three-part special this week, which is a session lifted straight out of our Bigger, Brighter, Bolder success groups on uncovering your why, discovering your why, your purpose, but also the value of knowing your role within that purpose and the power that brings in creating positive impact to the world around you, creating positive impact in your business, through your business, but also, of course, in your life and for yourself. It's absolutely essential for our well-being to live a life that matters. It's absolutely essential for our motivation and our drive in order to do something that matters, to do something that is purposeful. However, everyone talks about purpose. Very few, if any, talk about the power of knowing your role within that purpose. Welcome to the Level Up Podcast with me, Joe Swift. The Level Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the motivation, the inspiration, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Please subscribe to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Of course, if it turns out that you have to leave that relationship to find true fulfillment, if that's truly the right answer, then you want to see that, right? If it's true that my business is never going to fulfill me and I can't make it fulfill me, and you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to shy away from looking at that because, you know, otherwise I'm going to be trapped in my business for another 10, 20 years, whatever it might be, and I'm going to live an unfulfilled life, which has got to be the greatest, you know, the, the, the greatest tragedy of all life, right? Is to live an unfulfilled life, right? So if I'm looking at that, and my unconscious is fucking me around all over the place because it's saying, I don't, I don't want to look at that because if I see something I don't like, I'm going to make us throw it all out. We have to step in there and say, right, no, 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 no. Let's dare to look at something because if I can see something that I'm not happy with, I can fix it. I don't have to dump it, ditch it. I can fix it. Does this make sense? So in your business, this is to reassure you, if you lose that meaning, lose that sense of purpose, if you lose that connection, it doesn't mean that it's all meaningless. It just means that you've lost that connection. You can go out and you can look for that connection to bring some of that connection in. Let's take one of these guys, you know, these CEOs of a hundred million pound business. Do they go, right, forget it, ditch it, sell the sell their shares off and fuck off and start up again all over again or sit on the beach the rest of their life or yacht or whatever? Or do they still love their business like they love their wife, but they're falling out of love with their business like maybe they're falling out of love with their wife and they still want to be, you know, with that thing. They still want it, you know. They say, right, how do we bring it back? How do we bring the spark back into the business? How do I bring the spark back into my marriage? If you really can't, then it might be the right thing to let the marriage go. It might be the right thing to let the business go. But that's like a last resort. And yet most people, they kind of see it as the first resort. I'm happy with my job, I'll ditch my job. I'm happy with my partner, I'll ditch my partner. I'm happy with my house, I'll ditch my house. I'm happy with my car, I'll buy a new car. Rather than, okay, what's missing? What's lacking? What's changed? What's different? What do I need to bring in? Maybe maybe the, the relationship was exactly the same relationship that you always had. Maybe, maybe nothing's been, uh, nothing was missing from your relationship through the we phase of your life and you get to the they phase of your life and maybe there is something missing in the, in the marriage or the relationship as you're moving forward into later years. And it's saying, right, you know, the question is, how do we bring what we need into our life? So it was missing before, but it wasn't missing because we didn't need it before. Now we're at a phase when we do need this thing, but it's missing. 
So therefore, we need to bring something in. It wasn't broken before. It's not broken now. There's just a gap and we need to go out and enhance it. We need to fix it. Does this make sense? Same with your business. You set up your business to make shitload of money in your 20s, right? Because you want to build that security, get the house, etc. Focus on your kids. That's fine, right? That's, that's a big part of the purpose. Then you get to a point where, you know, you know, kids don't need you anymore. The house is paid off, whatever. And you're like, now what? I have no purpose, whatever, you know. I, I, don't, I don't love what I was doing. I don't care what I was doing. I know loads of business owners, super successful, by the way, who, uh, who sold their business to everything else. And, you know, they, they, they didn't like their businesses, right? You know, they just did it to, for the money, right? And that was their driving purpose. They hit their 40s, retired almost at 40, had their big houses and lived a life of, of dreams. Then, of course, it comes crashing in because we have to evolve. So, you know, you might sit in that place for two years, three years, five years, 10 years. At some point, something's going to come knocking at the back door. A wake up call because you're still going to be unfulfilled. You've got all the money, all the yachts, all the leisure time, but you're, you're still going to be unfulfilled. Why? Because you're not purposeful. You're not driven. So even people that, that sell their business off at 40, retire, they've done everything they meant to do. Trust me, at some point, it comes kicking in. They have to do something else. Some it's very quickly. Some it might like take 10 years to kick in. Eventually their life becomes meaningless, right? It's like, I've, I've worked hard to build this life. I didn't like what I did. There was no purpose behind it other than build this life. I built this life. I enjoy this life for a period of time. Then it becomes unfulfilling again. It's not saying the life is wrong. It's not saying the big house is wrong. The yacht is wrong. The money's wrong. It's just saying what's missing. Let's get in there and fix it. Is this getting through? Right, so we need purpose. We need drive and everything else. Purpose, it grounds us. It motivates us, it drives us, it focuses us, it inspires us. It is like one of the, if not the, most powerful drivers that we have in terms of uh, you know motivation, right? In terms of action taking, is this sense of purpose behind what I'm doing. When 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 what I'm doing doesn't matter, what's the point? And if I'm in an energy of what's the point? then I don't do. Make sense? That's just, a, that's just a simple biological switch in the brain, right? If this doesn't matter, why, if what I'm doing right now with you, if this didn't matter, then why am I doing it? I have no sense of purpose behind what I'm doing. So if there's no purpose behind doing it, why am I doing it? Guess what? I wouldn't do it, right? The motivation was, would, would, would leave me, right? We might force it through, push it through. That's the road to not just unfulfillment, but it's the road to resentment, it's the road to unhappiness, depression, misery, everything else, okay? Because it is, right? Whereas the opposite, if we have purpose and meaning behind our life, hard work is no longer hard hard work. Um, you know, the, the calluses on my hands no um, aren't important anymore. The, I don't know, the judgment that you might get for putting yourself out in the world is no longer relevant, right? Because what I'm working on is so much more important than me, so much more meaningful than, than just me, right? And that's the opposite, and that will fuel you and drive you forward with motivation and everything else. As I've said, it grounds you, it keeps you grounded. I always say it's, Purpose keeps you grounded, stops you getting ahead of yourself, stops you getting uh, big-headed or arrogant or anything else, right? Because when you realize that, you know, even if you're a millionaire, right? But let's say your, your vision is to become a millionaire and invest that time and the money and energy you have into, I don't know, cleaning up the seas, you'll realize that you're such a small part of what's needed to clean up the seas. You're not gonna do that at a million, right? You're nowhere near significant enough, important enough. So it grounds you and keeps you grounded. Even if you're a billionaire, right? You might have a significant impact that you can have in your purpose, right? If you're a billionaire, if you're, you know, if you have, a, if you hold a high position of status, but it still keeps you grounded because you're working on something that's so much bigger than you. It's not about you. It's about something else, and by its very nature, it keeps you grounded, right? And uh, and brings in humility and everything else. 
It motivates you, drives you, focuses you, right? This is what I'm about. This is what I'm doing. This is where I'm heading. This is why I'm doing it. And it inspires you, right? Inspire, being inspired is so important. It keeps you creative, engaged. It makes you inventive. You'll, you'll work hard, but the, it won't be hard work. It'll be joyful. It'll, do you know what I mean? It'll be, it'll be full of passion and play and creativity. And, 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 and you'll go to bed knackered at the end of the day, spent, but fundamentally totally not fulfilled right and therefore it doesn't matter that you're tired and you're spent because we only resent being tired and spent when I haven't got the rewards that I want right and if I feel super purposeful and super driven and inspired in it just in itself without the money or any other material reward just that alone is enough right that inspired sense of being inspired and purpose and passionate that alone is reward enough does this make sense okay cool so we are going to be having a look at purpose, all right? And then we're going to break you down and have a look at things. You might not be able to get to it through the questioning I'm going to give you right now. So make sure you've got a pen, pencil, tablet, whatever it is, and make some notes on this and do the work with me, okay? Um, but you might need to pause this at any point. That's the joy of watching a pre-recorded session and take some real time over this. Or you might need to pose the questions and just sit with them over time because it's unlikely that you're going to go, that's it, but I'm going to help steer you in the right direction right now, okay? Right now, we're going to do that. Okay, purpose is the ultimate fuel for business owner. It's the why behind what they do, right? Your purpose is the why. Simon Sinek took one thing, genius bloke, right? He took one thing out of coaching, like literally day one of coaching, you go on your coaching qualification, day one, they talk about why, the why. The why is, the why does this matter, right? I want a car, why? I want a big house, why? I want to have a family, why, right? As soon as you answer the why question, you get to the purpose. All right, the purpose. Now, you might have to go, why, 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 like a little annoying kid, you know. Well, why do you want the money? Well, I want security. Well, why do you want security? Because I want to feel safe. Well, why do you want to feel safe? So you might have to go down through depths of asking the why question, but if you ask enough whys, eventually you'll get to a root why, right? A sense of purpose, right? Does this make sense? Okay, um, and, 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 and your purpose is what makes you fight so hard. When the rewards are free-flowing, when things are easy, when people love you and give you good feedback and the money's coming and everything else, right? It's easy to be motivated. When you hit the brick walls, when times are tough and we're going into tough times, some of us are already in tough times, we've gone through tough times, um, and there's still gonna be probably tougher times still yet to come, then of course, right, it's much harder to get those immediate rewards that you might get in terms of material rewards and all those sorts of things, and therefore you're purpose that sits behind it is a fuel that keeps driving you through even when you know outside of you you may not have those obvious rewards in place or coming your way frequently enough to keep you engaged to keep you motivated to keep getting you up at seven in the morning and pushing hard till seven at night okay so it's really important your purpose is what drives you through um, all the blocks and barriers people criticizing you judging you people uh, getting in your way adversaries getting in your way the economy getting in your way clients not doing what you want to do the you know all these sort of things right business is fucking going going a bit shit at any one particular moment in time the purpose is what drives you through all of that shit make sense the rewards are needed we need to keep panning for gold and looking for all those rewards is really important because they keep us motivated but it's quite a short transactional thing purpose is a long-term force a long-term driver this is what enables people you know for you know 10-year battles 20-year battles people dedicate their entire lifetimes to uncovering a truth or their entire lifetimes to uh find a 
you know, a cure for something or to solve a problem or to raise awareness, dedicate their entire life to science, you know, this one, their whole life to this thing, right? Even though, you know, every day they go in and fail. Every day they're failing to, 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 to succeed at what it is they're trying to do. Every day, failing, 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 right? But the purpose is what keeps them moving forward. Um, you know, with scientists and stuff like that, I, I'm sure there's scientists out there right now working on cures for things like cancer that probably don't believe they're going to see it in their lifetime, but they know and understand that what they're doing is going to play a part in that longer term picture. They're going to be part of that future vision. They're playing their part in that overall purpose of healing and health. And what they're doing is they're, they're, they're doing their part now. They're slotting into the timeline and they're doing their part. This is my watch. Right. I believe that, you know, Einstein, for example, when he was the greatest scientific mind on the planet, his watch. Right. So he passed away instantaneously, immediately. Um, we had uh, Stephen Hawkins, right? The greatest scientific mind on the planet literally came in. I might be wrong here. I've got a feeling Hawkins was born on Einstein's death day. I might be wrong, but basically plugged in, right? So Stephen Hawkins then steps in and he's now, it's his watch. Science is his watch, if that makes sense. And of course, there's loads of other people that maybe not as, you know, uh, prominent of those guys who are still part of it. They plug into something. You know, I'm not going to solve the problem in my lifetime. I'm not going to find the answer in my lifetime. I'm going to push the whole thing along. Does this make sense? Purpose enables you to do that. How unrewarding is it to spend a lifetime dedicated to science to never see the fruits of what you're working on? It's so unrewarding, right? Unless you are driven by purpose and knowing that what you do matters and knowing that what you're doing is creating something bigger than you in the future, that then becomes the reward. I want you to have a life like that and it's what you can come back to and connect with when you start to feel fucked off with your clients, pissed off with the economy, when things seem really hard, really challenging, when you're really tired, it's that shit that you go in, the grounding of that, you find that energy, you find that source, and that's what says, right, let's get up, one more round, one more round, ding, ding, one more round, let's keep going, this matters, I matter, this matters, what we're doing matters, let's get on with it, okay? So I'm going gonna, uh, gonna to take you through this, okay? And I'm going to take you through a, a few questions because if you can get yourself to a position where you connect with your own purpose, um, you know, you'll be driven, you'll be, you'll be more powerful in the world, right? You can see how powerful this is because you're no longer worried about yourself. It's much more about what it is you're doing. Uh, it makes you a little bit more impervious to judgment, criticism, ridicule, etc. Um, it's, real, it's real force, right? It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. Any of that stuff doesn't matter. This is what matters. This thing that I'm working on, this is what matters. Um, and of course, you'll be more successful. And of course, you'll be more fulfilled. Okay. So so, pen and paper in hands, I want you to take a moment and answer these questions. Pause at any point if you need to um, and take a little bit of time over this and do it properly, okay? The first question I want to do, right, this is about helping you uncover your purpose. Even if you feel you have got your purpose nailed, even if you've done this recently, just go through this, right? And it might hone it a little bit, it might just confirm that you were right, or it might change things slightly for you. And certainly if you haven't looked at your purpose for some time, or not at all, um, it may really help you get to the bottom of some stuff. So what do you think about, okay? Uh, who do you respect that is close to you, right? So just get down a bit of paper right now, just put like, uh, just like two people will do for now. You can do many more, by the way, um, in your own time. But let's just do you know, two for now. Two people who you truly respect and love and care for, okay? But you must respect them. It's really important that you respect them. So you can have people you love, but you don't necessarily respect them. You might have a you know, sibling, for example, who you love dearly, but you might not necessarily respect the choices they made in life. This person must be someone very close to you, 
a friend, family member, whatever it might be, colleague even, but someone very close to you that you do love, right? Okay, you have those connections and you must respect them. You must respect them. Get those two names down. And then what I want you to imagine for a moment, okay, is I want you to imagine that you've heard this person talking to somebody else and you're about to go into a room and you put your hand on the doorknob and just before you go in, you hear your name mentioned. So instead of going blasted in, you're like, what are they saying? So you lean up to the door, right? And you have a little listen. And I want you to imagine for a moment that you heard them say something about you. And I want you to imagine that whatever they said blows you away. Like, like you want to scream, cheer, cry. That sense of just being seen by someone else, someone else truly getting you someone else truly appreciating and respecting you for, for who you are, okay, or what you're doing. So I want you to imagine just for a moment, you eavesdrop, you hear your name, you eavesdrop on the door, and then they say a sentence, right? Oh, George, oh yeah, blah, 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 right? Blah, 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 blah. What is it that they would say that would blow you away, that would make you feel so, just so unbelievably good, you know? Make you feel so proud of yourself. Okay, it make you feel so good about who you are. So just take a moment and imagine creeping up that door and then it'll listen. What would those two people, right? So two separate conversations. What would you hear them say that would make you melt? That would make you feel like you've been seen, that somebody really understood you, they saw everything that was good in you, they saw everything that was good in what you were doing, what would those two sentences be? And just write anything, you know, or even, don't just even write the first thing that comes to mind. Just really put yourself into that situation. Two people close to you, you love and respect, and you hear them saying, you know what? That George, bum, 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 bum. What would they say? But you'd be like, they get me. That's it, that's it. That is who I am, that is what I'm about. Most of us go through life and we feel, we feel we're not seen, you know? People are only seeing one part of who you are and they're, they're interacting with that one part. It's so frustrating, right, because you, you know there's so much more to you. Even people closest to you sometimes don't really get what's going on. They might see, you know, your behavior, they might see certain things and they might completely misjudge you, right, you know? The number of people I know, you know, like say guys, for example, who, who dedicate themselves to their work to support their families because they love their wife and they love their kids, who get misjudged so wrongly by their wife and their kids so somehow they're not loved by that person because they dedicate themselves to their work and it's selfish. And, and the guy is like, he's like, you know, and there's women out there, of course, that do this, but it's like, you know, sitting there thinking, it's so unjust, it's so unfair. Like, everything I do, everything I do is for my wife and my kids because I love them so much. 
I put my, look at what I do, the hours I put in, the dedication I put in, the sacrifices that I make. Wife and kids just think, oh, look how selfish she is working all the time. It's all about him and what he does, right? So in that sense, that's what a lot of us, we have that experience, right? I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm confident, <coughs> I'm confident, I'm not just talking to myself right now. I'm confident that you have this as well. You go through life quite often and just, just misjudged, right? People just don't see it. They don't see what's really going on. And maybe you don't even see it sometimes. It's hard for you to articulate, you know? These two people, totally love them, totally respect their opinion. You hear them talking about you in conversations. You normally have a little listen at the door, what they say. If you need to pause this, because, you know, not everyone can think and listen to me babbling all at the same time, um, then pause this and do it right now, right? It only takes like a minute to get yourself into that mindset what they're saying, those two conversations. The third one is this, who's your, your role model, okay? Your role model. Now I want this to be like the, the greatest uh, achiever in whatever it is that you consider that you, know, that you need a role model in or want a role model in. If it's business, maybe it's Richard Branson. If you were an actor, you know, who knows, maybe it would be Anthony Hopkins or something, I don't know, right? You know, if you're a singer, it would be a, maybe Adele or something. If you're a politician, maybe you're going back to, I don't know, the Kennedy or you, 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 whatever it might be, right? So your, your role model in life, right? So who would you consider? They can be living or, or, or dead, okay? Living or not living. Um, who's that, who's, who would be your role model? Like someone that you said, oh my God, like, like if I could be that, or do that, or if I could, you know, and this is why role models are so important in life, by the way, because what they do is they give us a framework for our own life choices, right? They give us a framework for their own life choices. Um, when we, you know, it, 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 you know, it's, it's like, it's like if, if, once, you, once, you, once you tap into, say, say your sense of purpose, right? and you start to uncover some stuff we're talking about here, you know? So if you, if you don't have role models, right, then by the end of this, I want you to go and find role models, right? People that are doing what it is that you should be doing and need to be doing, um, because it's a shortcut for your brain, you know? Because you're walking the, the unknown path, whereas if you can see someone that's a mile up the road, you're not walking a completely unknown path. It's your version of the path, it'll be unique to you, but it's not that the whole path is completely unknown, right? It gives your brain a shortcut on how to be. So if you know that your job is to, I don't know, an activist to to speak out about, I don't know, human rights, or an activist to go and speak out about racial equality, or, you know, you're out there, you know, for animals, for example, you're out there to, you know, to to go and defend the, the animal kingdom, if you can have a role model that encapsulates, you know, this, this, this entity of what you would truly aspire to be like if you could ever truly create a version of yourself at the highest level of, you know, behind this purpose or role as well, purpose and role, you'd say, right, it's, it's that person, right? This makes sense, it's David Attenborough, right? Now, you don't want to be David Attenborough, you don't want to copy David Attenborough, but by having David Attenborough as a role model, a concept in your head of that, it kind of gives you that shortcut of what would David do? You know, how would David think? You know, when you're starting to get pushback from something and you're thinking, oh God, you know, it's just me, it's just George and I'm getting this, this, you know, this, this ridicule or I'm getting this judgment or whatever, you know, and it's just me, it's just little old George and that and you kind of shy and cower away. Whereas you've got this big role model out there who, you know, just incredible bravery of the person that went through the wall first and this person that's been, you know, that you love and respect and admire, but also has put up with so much shit their entire life and that suddenly it's like, you know, what would that guy do? 
you know? It's like, okay, that gives me a model of, to emulate, right? In terms of, you know, psychologically and stuff. So it's really important to have role models. I always have them, right? Some I have consistently. I, I bring some in a year at a time, right? You know, so as part of my goals, I'll have a role model as well. Sometimes multiple role models, right? Ricky Gervais is one of my role models. Um, just because I just, I just, you know, he's, he's really calculated. He doesn't just say shit off the cuff. He looks like he is. He looks like he's actually trying to offend people. He's really not. Everything's really calculated, you know, he, he, but, but fundamentally when he makes a decision that this is what he needs to say and this is what he wants to say, he doesn't give a fuck, right? And he just, you know, he'll, he'll bring anyone down and you see him at the Golden Globes. And for me, that's the epitome. I just, I just respect and admire the guy so much. So he's one of my role models this year. So he gives you a, he gives you a template, if you like, to follow. But right now, I just want you to uncover a role model for you. Just one for now. You may know who they are already. It could be a, a woman in business that's, that's gone through before you. It could be whatever, right? And the same thing again, Right? You go to a meeting, you're about to walk through the door, and you hear your role model, right? And you're like, shit, man, that's David Attenborough, or whoever, right? Bam, that's... And you go out, and, you, and, and you're about to go in and think, you can't believe my role model's in this room. And just as you're about to open the door, they mention your name. You're like, wow, the hell do they know who I am? And, they get, and you, instead of opening the door, you go, what? Fucking hell, I'm listening to this one. What the fuck are they saying about me, right? And it's the same thing as we've just done. What are they saying about you that would blow your socks off? Blow your socks off. Your role model, if you heard, if I went up to Ricky Gervais, right? Or I went into, I heard Ricky Gervais talking, I'm like, God, that's Ricky Gervais. And he says, oh yeah, Joe Swift, I know Joe, yeah, I've, I've seen some of his stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Like, what? What? Can I tell you now, if you heard your ultimate role model say, what's this sentence, right? that would, would instantly justify what you're doing, justify what, what you've gone through, would re-energize you that what you were doing was the right thing. All right? What would that be? I can't even imagine for a moment it was, you know? Imagine, you know, someone, you didn't even know they knew you, this absolute person. I did this once, by the way, I did this exact exercise a number of years ago and all they said, right, when it came to my head, I heard it in my head, clear as day what they said. It wasn't like, oh my God, that George, he's amazing. I wish I could be like, I, that, that, that didn't even remotely come into my head, right? That my role model, right? My mega star role model was going to turn around and say, oh my God, George, and, you know, if I was half the man of George, if I was half the man, I'd be like, no, of course it's fucking nonsense, right? Of course I'm, my, my brain can't handle that's what I'd be hearing, right? Do you know what I heard from this guy? All he said was, you know what, that George, yeah, I've, I've, seen, I've seen some of his stuff. You know what? He's onto something. That's it. it was as simple as that. It, that's all, it, in mind's eye, I thought, that's it, that's, 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 that's what I heard. And I thought, Christ, could you imagine if this role model that I've put up on this pedestal, this absolute hero of mine, just said to me, you know what, George, stick with it, you're onto something. You'd be fueled, wouldn't you? Juiced, you'd be like, fucking hell. That, 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 just that justification, that, just to know, right, from someone you respect so greatly, it would be an incredible force, right? What are they saying for you? So it doesn't have to be fucking ridiculous, you know. Oh my God, she's so amazing. You know what? If I was if I was half as pretty as her, I'd be. Oh my God! Wait, no. It could be really simple stuff. Could be. You know what? He's right, that bloke, isn't he? Right. But then if he says something simple like that, trite, you could say. Why does it feel so powerful to you? What does it? Does it make sense? So just take it one layer down. If it feels trite, so my 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 sentence, which is, you know what, that George, yeah, he's on something, right? It's quite trite sentence right so meaningful for me right because 
at the time when I did this, I was really, I'm going back about maybe 10 years or something, right? I mean, this, this, this question I'm doing with you now is, is, is something I've, I've been doing for, since the beginning of my coaching. And, um, and I want you to, you know, it, it was this, 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 this sense is onto something just justified that, because all this stuff is, is, you know, 90% plus of everything I bring to you is my own models, my, my own concepts. It's, it's, it's always 100% my take on it, right? It's never somebody else's take being passed on. It's always my take, 100% of the time. And 90 to 100% of the time, it's my content, my questions. And it may seem like other things or look like other things. Sometimes it's things I have seen in the past that have gone in. Sometimes it's stuff that I've never even read or before someone said to me, oh yeah, you know that chemical puppet thing? Yeah, it's a bit like the chimp paradox. Four people said it to me, I'd never read the chimp paradox. I thought, I better fucking read the chimp paradox. It's not, but it is, and I get why they would say it. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, it was important. It's always been important for me to to find my truth in things, find my understanding of things, and then to pass that on to people. You know, who 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 I how I saw life could help them see their own life and see their own you know being and their businesses so that they could create what they wanted for themselves that's always been at the root of all my education always right it's not saying oh i found this useful thing let me give it to you i'm not, I'm not a middleman i've never been that kind of trainer if you like that kind of guy this content was divided me it's all about creating the content creating the the position the perspective seeing it for what it is creating the model the concept and then bringing it together in a way and delivering it in a way that you get to maybe see your life in a new way so that that you can go and create the changes that you want. Right? That's always been my my purpose, if you like, behind the content. Um, so you can imagine if I'm going to that route, you know, this is my, you know, I'm out there speaking my stuff, my truth, my versions of purpose, my versions of human behaviour, my versions of motivation and stuff. And you're sitting there, and, and you know, to this guy just saying he's onto something was all I needed to hear. That you know what, keep going, just keep going, just keep you, you're on something here, just keep diving down that route, keep doing what you're doing. And it was a massive fuel for me. And I held on to that, right? I held on to that. So I don't know how you did this. I don't know if you're just writing this down, you know, cognitively, or whether you did kind of close your eyes. That's what I did. I kind of closed my eyes, and I pictured myself going up to the room, and I heard him. Yeah, George, yeah, he's on to something. And I held on to that whole image. I created the whole vision in my head. And uh, when I doubted myself, or when other people doubted me, or when I was judged or whatever, unfairly treated as it felt, I came back to that. That real sense. Okay, three sentences. That's all we've done, right? Three sentences. Two people you love, respect, and admire that are close to you, and one person, you're, 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 you're a role model of yours and what they said about you. Just keep those in front of you. We're going to come back to them in just a moment, okay? Next question I want you to ask yourself is this. If you could fix one thing, if you could fix one thing in this world, what would it be? Don't say everything. If you could fix one thing, what would it be? Just one thing. If you could fix one thing, what would it be? And if a few things pop into mind, write a few things down and just sit with them, right? And just, you know, imagine I'm, I've, I've given you that horrible, horrible challenge of saying, right, just one, right? You can, you can fix anything, just one thing. What is it? you'd fix. If you could fix one thing. Big picture stuff. One thing in the world, society. And if you're thinking, 
you know, if I could fix one thing, it'd be human happiness, right? Then let's ask yourself a question, right? Which is what one thing within that, you know? If you've got one thing that is such a big, all-encompassing thing, ask yourself, well, okay, so, so the one thing would be to save, save the animal kingdom. Okay, right, fine. But if you had to choose one thing within that, what would it be? And you'll see, some people will immediately go to, you know, uh, one, of my, one of my daughters is, is heavily into conservation, right? So both my daughters are into animals, are going off to do uh, animal stuff at university. One of them's going into animal behavior. She's the one that's really into conservation. And she kind of has a vision, right? Where, where you say to her, you know, how do you see yourself? You know, she kind of sees herself standing there in front of poachers, in front of an elephant, right? That's kind of her, 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 her view, right? It's not one I'm as happy about as she is, right? We've had a conversation about this, right? Um, but she sees it clear as day, you know? Not, you know, you say, what's the one thing you want to fix in that? And, and, you know, she loves all animals and her, her overriding purpose is one of, you know, already at her age, right? Seems to be absolutely connected to her animals and, and and both of them do but but this one yeah heavily like seems to be um around the animal kingdom and and and, and animals in the wild right one, one's going to domesticate animals the other one's going into into the wild and she's heavily heavily driven by this and, and her vision is, is really simple when you say what's the one thing it's you know standing in front of that gun, the, the poacher with the gun she's the, un, the injustice of what humans are doing to to the animal kingdom well she could have gone into farming couldn't she and you know and tried to help you know you know um evolve farming methods to, to treat animals better. She could have gone into all kinds of different ways of, you know, of, you know, the RSPCA, right, and helped animals that have been abused and that. But for her, it's really clear, her vision is, she's standing there, right, defiantly, standing in front of this elephant um, with these poachers. Now, we had, we had a conversation about this, and I said, it might not, you know, that might be a metaphor, right? That might be a metaphor for your life, rather than a literal thing. Um, and that's what's important about this vision, right, is because we're gonna start pulling a picture together, right? And it might be for you, you see yourself standing in front of the shotgun with the elephants, right? And we'll find out maybe later that that might not be literal, it might be metaphorical. So it might be she metaphorically puts herself between, you know, the animals and the poachers, or it maybe it is literally she's standing there. I kind of hope as her dad it's not that one personally, right? Um, but uh, she'll live her life the way she needs to live her life. I'm just here to help guide her and make the best of it. Um, but obviously I would rather it was metaphorically being between those things. So for you, right? Okay, one thing. Pause at any point if you need to. If I'm talking all over your thinking, then just pause this, right, guys? It's well worth it. You're here now. You've turned up. You've done an hour of this already. So, you know, if you pause for five minutes to do it properly, you know what I mean? Don't, let's not rush it. Let's do it properly. Okay. So, uh, yes, right. I want you to list down, okay? Just do three for now, okay? Three for now. Three people you love the most in this world. Um, any three people, right? So, you know, it doesn't have to be your kids. You know, it might be your kids. It doesn't have to be your kids. It could be, you know, your parents, your partners, your friends, whatever, right? But three people you love most in this world. Get the names down, bam, bam, bam. And in, in, in turn for each one, I just want you to think about what you want for them. Like if you could wish for them on their behalf, right? The genie comes down and says, right, you've got three wishes for three people. None of, nothing to do with you. It's not about what you want. This is not about, um, it's not even necessarily about what, what they want, right? This is your wishes for them. Does this make sense? So don't try and choose the right wish based on what you think they want. This is 
pure and simple, it's your wishes for them. If one of these people is a child of yours, for example, it's not saying, well, I know they want you know, a new PlayStation, so I have a play, <laughs> right? This is what you really want for them, right? Okay, what you truly want for them. Okay, go through each of these three people and ask yourself the question, what do you wish for for them? What do you wish for, for them? Okay, again, pause if you need to. I don't know how quickly the answers came for you. For some people it's like, bing, bing, bing. So obvious when I think like this. Other people they have to really think about it for a while. No right and wrong. Okay, some people need to process a bit longer than others. Um, some people may have done some work on this. So here's the thing, if you've done some work on this sort of thinking, it came bam, 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 you still might want to give it a little bit extra thought just to make sure that you're not just repeating a thought that you've already had in the past, just to make sure that the thought is a current thought, right? So, you know, rather than sitting there say, well, peace is what you, you know, thought about 10 years ago. Don't just regurgitate world peace today. Really think about today, right? Right now, today, what do I wish for them, okay? So take the time you need to in order to get the answers to that. Again, pause, you've done the hard work, you've shown up, you've done over an hour this already. So let's just stick with it and do it properly. Um, okay. So then, I want you to have a look at those answers that you've just gone through, right? The one, uh, the one person who you really respect is close to you and what are they saying? As I say, two people we said, two people there. The role model and what they were saying about you. If you could fix one thing in this world, what would it be? And those three people you love the most and what you'd wish for for them, right? Is there a pattern in there for you? Have a little look. Is there common themes, a commonality, or is there an over, overriding kind of theme to it? Is there some similarities? So just look at it as a whole, and you're looking for patterns. So sometimes it's a, it's a pattern as in it all comes under one thing, banner. So they're all individual sort of things, seemingly, but you can see there's an, over, uh, an overreaching banner for it. Sometimes there's a thread that goes through all of them. Something there's com sometimes there's some commonality in each one. So each one's unique, and they might share just you know, 10%, 15 20% commonality in each one, and you start to see that thread going through. So take a little bit of time, just have a look, and I want you to, to, to just write down for yourself now, or highlight any, uh, any patterns or themes that you've seen in that. Any patterns or themes that you've seen? Because what you might be starting to see there is a glimpse, right, of purpose. A glimpse of what's really, truly important to you. The reason for being. Okay. So I'm just going to keep moving. Pause at any point if you need to pause. When we start to see, okay, just through questioning like this, right, when we start to see that there's a a kind of consistent and maybe a coherent thought process behind your answers that you can start to see a pattern emerging, right? It starts to give you a glimpse, right, of what your higher values are, right, of what you truly value in this world, um, of what really matters to you. It starts to give you a glimpse of what 
um, you know, you know what you hope for in the world, right? What your hopes and ambitions are for the world at large. Now we, we answer it at a smaller level by people we know and love and respect and all this sort of stuff. But we could then probably, you know, realistically then magnify that out and realize actually that that's just, just an easier place to see it. That's like the microscope or if you like the magnifying glass to see the purpose. And then we can see how maybe that starts to filter out into the world around us, right? This is why I start small. One thing, what do you want to do in the world? You know, we just start generally thinking more contained. um, And it starts to give us those glimpses that start to show us maybe these tendrils and how they uh, reach out into the world around us and that, okay? The next question is really simple, right? Okay, but it might not be an easy one to answer. And that is this. What might your purpose be? Right? And if you're not sure, I want you to use the words... My purpose might be, right? That's it, might be. My purpose might be, and then write it. If you're looking at this and you're thinking, it's clear as day, and for some of you, it really is. You've looked at this, like, clear as day, <clears throat> I can see what this is all about for me, right? Then you can say the words, my purpose is, right? Not my purpose might be, my purpose is. But if you're sitting in a bit of uncertainty and you're just looking at some patterns, you're not sure, it's okay to sit in the might be, right? It's like saying, okay, what's your purpose? Well, my purpose might be, because what that means is, is I'm going to wear it for a while, and we're going to wear it for the rest of this session. Not much more to go, but I'm going to wear it for the rest of this session. And I might wear it for a little while after this session and just see how it fits. Does that make sense? That's if we accept something might be, right? If I say it is when clearly it might not be, then the chances are you won't carry it out into the world. You'll just ditch it because you're kind of forcing something that isn't there. So if it feels like 100% for you or close to 100%, you could actually use the words, my purpose is, and write it down. If you are uncertain about it, not sure about it, but you can see a pattern in there, you might know my, my purpose might be this. And we're gonna continue working from the basis of whatever that is. So just write that sentence, write that sentence down. My purpose is, my purpose might be, and then just write it down as simply as you possibly can, right? As simple as, as, as literally, don't overcomplicate it. Don't write some like, you know, great mission statement or anything, right? It's a really simple statement. My purpose is. And equally, if there's a lot of thought going on and you can't compress it into a single sentence, it's okay to make it wordier for now and then you can try and solidify it later, right? Just like marketing, branding, whatever. You know, you say, well, you know, here's three paragraphs to explain what my business does. Let's try and then compress this down into a single sentence, okay? So the same thing with this, right? We want to keep it as simple as possible. If you can keep it simple right now, go for it. If it needs to be a bit more convoluted because you've got a lot going on and you can't quite compress it, distill it into a sentence, that's okay, right? Take a few sentences or paragraph or whatever to say it now with a thought of as it, you know, starts to clarify Um, as you start to get clarity around it, as you start to explore life wearing this sense of purpose, you'll start to see that um, it either is or it isn't, or you'll probably find it certainly is to some degree gonna be in there, but it might shift slightly. That's the most likely outcome. Whenever I've done my purpose work in the past, um, it's never been wrong, okay? It's just been a part of, you know, the overall picture. And every time I come back to it, every time I'm mindful of it, every time I drive my business forward or my life forward with it, right? If every time I'm reminded of it, um, it's not necessarily, every time, every time I articulate it, right? It's not that what went before was wrong, it's just I've got a greater degree of understanding of it now or a greater degree of clarity and understanding of it now, okay? And the more we think like this, 
the more it will start to form, right? Okay? So this is finding your purpose. We're not creating a purpose for you, right? We're, we're, we're finding your purpose within you. And it's like an excavation. And if you imagine you're looking you know, like an archaeological, uh, an archaeological dig or whatever, you're not going to sit there and just put a shovel in, do two scoops of earth and find a, a whole Tyrannosaurus Rex under there, right? You're going to have to do some pretty fucking decent work on this, right? You might find a glimmer of something and you go in with a really fine tool and you start to find one little tiny bone and, you know, the damn thing might be scattered in a half mile square radius, whatever, and you're there excavating with a brush and a toothbrush or something, you know, to pull this thing through. It's a little bit like that with purpose. You're not going to get a shovel, answer four questions, stick it in the ground and go, oh, there's my purpose, right? What you'll do is you'll start to tune yourself into it and then you have to continue to excavate it, right? And even when you think you've seen the whole thing, you'll realize that you, know, you go deeper on it and you'll realize that actually there's another level to it, another layer to it, another degree of clarity to it, right? So never think this sort of work, I've done it once, it's finished, right? Um, chances are it will shift and evolve over time um, and, and, and you'll get a deep level of understanding and clarity and connection with it. And of course, the more clarity connection, the more defined it is for you, then the more powerful it's going to work on your behalf. The more powerful you're going to be, the more purposeful you're going to be, the more meaningful you're going to be, the more, you know, more motivated, driven, more, you know, that you're going to be. So, okay, taking that, we're going to move on to the next part. Remember we did this? So we had, uh, we had the purpose at the top, okay? We, underneath that, we've got our, if you remember, our vision, then our mission. So let's look at our vision, right? Taking this purpose as it is or as it might be, <clears throat> applying it to those things that you've already uncovered just in those handful of questions that are truly significant to you, right? Ask yourself, what's your vision? Uh, contain not, not, the, not the world, not like robots and spaceships and things. What's your vision for this particular thing that's coming up for you now, for the future, beyond your lifetime, right? It could be you know, 50 years, 100 years, 500 years, right? What's your vision for the future? So there's people out there now, I'm sure, working on cancer stuff and people that long, long ago passed away that never may be expected to see the cure, but they were doing their part to find that cure. And I'm sure they had a vision of the future where you know nobody died of cancer, a vision of the future where all cancer was treatable or whatever it might be, right? And, and, and that was their vision that they were holding, right? They weren't expecting to ever see it, okay? But it kept them fueled. That's what they were working towards. What's your vision? What's your vision for the future, specifically in relationship to this purpose and the stuff that's coming up for you right now? And don't even think about your day job at the moment. Don't even think about your business and your products yet. Right? We'll come to that at the end. What's your vision for the future? I did do this once and someone did come back and say robots. So we had to do a little bit of digging. What do you mean by robots? <laughs> okay. And actually, fairness, it was in there. It was really in there. It was, it was in the answer, robots. It was just a little bit... Um, a little bit too simplistic of a, of a vision, you know, to really connect with. Uh, when we explore what she meant by that, we got to something actually pretty profound. So again, same for you. You know, you might have to do a little bit of digging. You might have to um, go a bit deeper. I've drawn your attention to that now. So you probably didn't see that until I just lit my finger and tried to get rid of it. Now I can't get rid of it. And now you're going to look at that for the rest of the blooming, the rest of the uh, session. I'll drop it below the line. <laughs> <coughs> okay, what's your vision? 
What's your vision? Okay. I know I'm moving the pace. Please hit the pause button if I'm moving too fast for you or take this offline afterwards and just sit with it for a while. Vision is something that you're not expecting to see, okay? That's aligned with what it is you're doing right now. Mission is, is what you could achieve, right? So I want you to ask yourself that question, right? If I could achieve something, right? My part of this vision, what would it be? What would my part of this be? If I, if I gain, not my role, as in, you know, I was an educator or whatever, that's your purpose. I'm an educator, my purpose, right? But in terms of the, the, the vision that you have of this future, right, what's what's the bit, you know, that, that you want to own, you know, that you could own, that by the time your time up is uh, time on planet Earth is up, this is the bit that was yours. Does that make sense? This is the bit that you did, you achieved, you moved forward, you owned. Your mission, okay, what's that? Do not think mission statements right now, don't try and make it look sexy, don't try and make it sound like marketing speak, whatever. I can't bear companies that have mission statements that are born out of uh, trying to convey a message to market themselves as opposed to a mission that is truly something soulful that comes from deep from within them. Okay, what we're looking at here is what is there. You can talk, you can work out how to communicate it later if you want to use it in marketing or communications or use it to sell yourself. You can do it later, right? Right now, we just want to find the truth, right? And that's what we're doing here. What's the mission, right? What can you make happen? What small or, or, or big thing can you make? You know, what part of that overall big thing can you play? Can you, can you create? Yeah? Don't be tethered by, you know, what's realistic or what's unrealistic. Just saying, right, you know, what, what do I think? Given the time I've got left in my life, what's the part I could play? What's the thing I could do in my time? How far could I take this? What part of this machine, what cog, you know, could I be? And that could be your mission. Not saying it is, you're gonna sit, sit with it for a little while after this session, wait for a while, see how it fits, right? Cross-reference it with your life day to day and see how it fits. What's your overall mission? Cool. Pause if you need to. I hope you enjoyed part two of our three-part special this week. Please make sure you come back next time and listen to episode 270 where we will complete this session. In the meantime, please do go and check us out at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. Whether you're launching a business, building your business towards its first 100K in revenue, or you've broken 100K, maybe even multiple 100K in turnover, and you want to scale that business, then please do go and see what we are up to with business owners just like you. Biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. If you're ready to have a conversation with us to discuss how we can help get you where you're going faster and get you to places that maybe you wouldn't otherwise do so on your own, then please reach out to my partner in life and in business, Tracy Miller, and you can reach her at Tracy with an E dot Miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. We help you on your entrepreneurial journey of success. We help you set goals, set your vision. We help hold you accountable to that. We help you with ideas, innovation, problem solving. We give you non-stop content education, non-stop personal development, entrepreneurial development, and business growth. I'd love to see you at one of our events soon. Either way, I will see you back here for the third installment of our Purpose and Role Spectacular. Until next time, as always, be successful.
Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 